When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to the show. It's your girl, Claudia. Join in. It's Wednesday and I'm back with uh, two of my fabulous co-hosts. We're back with a fresh new episode of TGIF. And of course, we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines on the news and in the world of social media. And boy, do we have a show for you tonight. So sit back, relax, and get ready for all of this hot tea. Please welcome brand strategist, Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. Hey, I don't know how to act. I'm going first now. Okay. I'm thinking what's going on, Claudia. I'm good, good, good. All right. And please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky Dynique, with his arms out. My face getting fat, y'all. Y'all see, I'm gaining weight. I see a little bit of a gain. Have you gained weight? Good. (laughs) Have you gained weight? I think so. We ain't talking about no boo boo tonight, is we? I mean, if you want to, that's the the hill you want to die on. Uh, I'm you know, it's funny. You're saying you gain weight in your face. I I, I screenshotted like a few comments from the from the chat, and like there was at least seven of them asking if I was pregnant. For the fiftieth time, I'm 48 years old. Chances are, I'm not pregnant. I'm just the fattest I've ever been in my life. Leave me alone, y'all. I I already feel a way about it. Okay. Damn. Have you gained anything? You because you look a little fuller. You know what? Yeah, I, you know I, I haven't gotten on the scale lately. When I got on this, when I went to the doctor in July, he told me that I had gained ten pounds since he last saw me in January, or whatever. So I am slowly, uh, slowly gaining. When I put my pants on, you know all this wagon I'm dragging. I got to get some bigger, <laughs> bigger shorts now because all this, this, this ass just. You know, it, it it ain't fitting in my jeans no more. So, well, you you posted it on Instagram. I did. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting thick. I'm, I'm gonna be shaped like Portia in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> how much you, Q? How much you weigh? Um, I think right now I'm probably at like 157. Uh, I weigh way more than you. <laughs> <laughs> all right so what y'all sipping on time we is it a drinking show is it a non-drinking show uh, for me it's non-drinking i went out i went down to the bar with a honda cosby last night so i'm a little dehydrated so i'm, I'm on Publix lemonade mixed with a little Publix tea tonight <laughs> okay al you drinking tonight yeah i'm still finishing this uh 24 case of modello so i'm still with the beer tonight he just brought me some is this get he just brought me the whole bottle of crown, crown. crown. salted caramel. It is so strong. I'm not doing it. No, thank you. Well, I, I haven't tried the salted caramel. I've never heard of that flavor. Yeah, is it? I've, I've the green apple. I've tried. Right, they got the green apple now. I've tried what, that. What one. do you mix? What do you mix the salted caramel with? You just drink it straight. He just gave it to me straight. It's too strong. Mm. The aftertaste, you do taste the caramel though. So, but okay. the initial. Mm. Okay. Anyways, y'all. We're kicking off the show, the celebration of the release of Mary J. Blige's new album, Good Morning Gorgeous. And guess what? We've got a sneak peek, so let's take a look. Oh, 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 oh,
can't tell myself Good morning, gorgeous Sometimes you gotta look in the mirror and say Good morning, gorgeous Our radio's album release party with Mary J. Blige is happening right here on Fox Soul. That's this Friday, February 11th, 7 p.m. Pacific and 10 p.m. Eastern. Fellas, uh, Q, I already heard you singing along. Are y'all excited for the release of Mary J.'s new album? Good morning, gorgeous. I love it. Let me tell you something. Mary J. Blige, she is so consistent. Like whenever she comes out with an album, it just, she picks up right where she left off. And this will be a conversation worth having on another show. But we got to explore why is Mary one of few girls from the 90s that's still popping today? And all the other girls, you know, they at work at the insurance office or whatever. You know what? Well, well, you know, Q, we know she's one of the best performing artists to date. We also know she has what, 41 like 41 singles that have charted. Like this woman is no joke and she has not let up off her grind. Like, yeah. We love Samaria J. Blige. I wish her all the best. I can't wait for this album release party. Well, Soulmates, you're in for a special treat because it's Watch and Win Week and we're celebrating the queen of hip hop soul, Mary J. Blige, by having an MJB album download giveaway. So we're giving away Mary's new album, Good Morning Gorgeous to five lucky soulmates, and we're choosing five winners at random. Now, once you're chosen, please make sure you go to the Fox Soul Instagram page and DM us your name, phone number, and email address. Now, listen up. To qualify, you got to subscribe. You got to watch us on YouTube, that uh, Fox Soul YouTube channel is happening right now. Go ahead and jump in the chat for a chance to win, and uh, we will announce names throughout the show. All right, y'all, let's get to it. Uh, there's uh, another book out about Whitney Houston where the author writes about her alleged relationship with Robin Crawford. Check out what author Jared Kennedy wrote. Uh, she also possessed a deep, dark secret. She was a closeted lesbian feeling pressure to conform to her strict religious upbringing and norms of the time. Whitney hid her sexuality from the public. And you probably remember Robin Crawford's memoir where she shared details of her alleged relationship with Whitney in their first kiss. Now, fans are speaking out and saying, let Whitney Houston rest, leave her alone. What do y'all think about this story? We've been new Whitney Houston listened to Alicia Keys' music, okay? We've been new that, and we've been knew she was eating more than Pizza Hut, okay? <laughs> we <laughs> we, we been knew that. Now, here's the thing. They do need to leave this lady alone. Like, this ain't new news. You know, this this is not new news. Um, but I will say this. Being somebody who is gay, who was once in the closet, uh, I know what being in the closet feels like. And I've always been a firm believer that Whitney being in the closet had a lot to do with her unhappiness and which led to her self-medicating so on and so forth. I mean, I just know the battles that I dealt with and having to reconcile a strict religious background coupled with Clive Davis had you in ball gowns and bouffants and trying to put on this whole image and having to live up to that when you wanted to eat a little more than Pizza Hut, I could that that's enough to drive anybody crazy. So, but leave that lady alone. She dead and gay. Let her be gay in heaven. Okay, Al, what do you think about this story? You know, I, I agree with Funky on this one. You know. It, it, this is my only rub. Uh, 
On the heels of her 10th anniversary of her death, this is when the memoir is going to come out. That to me just seems kind of salacious. For them to call her a lesbian also, in my personal opinion, seems like a mislabeling. We know that Whitney, uh, you know, obviously had a girlfriend. Uh, We read Miss Crawford's memoir. They had a 33-year relationship. But she also had a relationship with Bobby Brown that we can't pretend like it wasn't wasn't real. And she had kids with Bobby Brown, and, and they clearly had a very... Uh, a loving relationship may have not been the best type of love, but, but a very loving relationship. So I guess the more appropriate labeling for Miss Whitney Houston would be bisexual, in my opinion. I just think the way they made it so salacious and made it sound like she was hiding or not being true to herself by just calling her a lesbian may not be a fair assessment, in my opinion. I just can't wait. And I've said this before till we get to a place where like people's sexuality is the least of the things we know about them. Who gives a damn? It's her business. And she's dead. And she's dead. If she wanted us to know, she would have told us. If she didn't want us to know, then she did tell us. And uh, Al uh, to uh, lie, wait, Al to Lee says, whether it's true or not, I don't believe in outing people, especially since she isn't here to defend herself. Let right. her rest. I, I, I don't think we should lead with that sexuality. I think we should. Uh, hey, oh, by the way, but it's like breaking news. We got to dig up the grave and find this out. Yeah, they were whispers for years. We all knew this. And you think oh, she would eat a Robin Coochie? <laughs> Did you say ramen coochie? Robin. <laughs> Claudia. I think Do you think she a, was eating that thing? I don't know if she was the eater of the ET, but I think they had a loving <laughs> relationship for 33 years. What is an ET? What is an ET? <laughs> the person who gets eaten. <laughs> the ET, like an employee. Oh, speaking of eating things and genitals, did you hear about what happened at the uh, paint and sip party? Oh, Carly girl. <laughs> so the event normally features, you know, alcohol and maybe some lap dances. I've definitely been to a couple of my day and uh-huh. they were not crunk like this. Uh, now, we can't give you all the crazy details, but let's just say that there was a male model at the event and a woman took things a little too far with the model in front of attendees and everybody was shook. Twitter users moved quickly to drag the woman's behavior. And one user wrote, if we're at a paint and sip and I turn to see my my woman or my friend uh, sucking Y'all got all the script bleeped out. Y'all know what this lady did. I'm leaving immediately. Another uh, user wrote, y'all have no idea how important it is to surround yourself with friends that won't let you get drunk in blank D at a paint and sip. Now, this lady was accused, well, not accused, she gave fellatio at a paint and sip to the random male model that's there. What are your thoughts on this crazy story? And have y'all been to a paint and sip party? Well, I haven't been because those are only for lesbians, okay? <laughs> no, they're not. Let me tell you something. We just, we just did a story about lesbians. Them paint and sip parties. <laughs> Fellas, when y'all ladies be talking about she going to the paint and sips with her friends, them is lesbian parties, all right? They be playing Alicia Keys music. So I was shocked <laughs> to find out that the lady was turning around but I also want to say, fellas, her performing fellatio at the painting sip is what happens when you don't let your girl go nowhere. But I will say this. She don't have no friends. And if she did, by the end of that painting sip, she damn sure don't have none. Because if you roll with me, if you roll with me and I turned around and you was doing that, I wouldn't have even said goodbye to you. I would have got my pocketbook and I would have left. Okay. 
and I would have blocked your phone number. You would have never been able to call me again, you low life to heifer. That's just <laughs> all in front of capacity. That is <laughs> that. Listen, at least be classy like I do and go to the car or go to the bathroom <laughs> or outside behind or the, the bathroom. bathroom. Okay, like, come on. Okay, you know what? We're going to move on from this story before we get in trouble, okay? <laughs> now, for once, uh, Ye is in the headlines for doing something positive. Uh, Ye and Jason Lee teamed up over the weekend to host a future brunch. This came after the news that Ye declared Black History Month because Black Future Month. 50 Black journalists were invited to the brunch to talk about the importance of reclaiming the narrative, ownership, and more. Now, Ye spoke about his mission to create a movement rather than a moment during Black History Future Month. I'm sorry, Black Future Month. He said, this is the future. There is no looking backwards, only forwards. What do you think Ye is trying to do? And what do you think about this brunch? Al, what do you think? Hey, one thing that we know is from what I understand, Jason Lee was the spearhead, the person that spearheaded this. Very proud of Jason Lee for pushing the conversation around Blacks and media and the importance of ownership. Great job. Thumbs up. Keep it coming, Jason. Uh, Q? What Al said, I think Jason did a really good job. I think that uh, leveraging his relationship with Kanye, um, I think that was amazing. Um, and Jason, make sure the next time you invite 50 journalists that Al, Claudia, and myself get exactly. a damn ticket. Well, wow. I did get an invite, but I'm okay. in Dallas. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I think I applaud J- this to me is two parts of this. I applaud Jason Lee for doing this. I think he has been, listen, the, the, how far Jason Lee has come in this space. And he even posted, he goes, you know, people said I was messy and I, like, I wasn't allowed to evolve. And he has in a major way where he now is a major influencer and he can get these people to sit down with him and have conversations with him and be very candid. That is to be commended. I think his intentions are in the right place. I really do. Now, Kanye West, on the other hand, I don't really, I don't know. I feel like um, he's using us to change a narrative. Uh, Last year, we were talking about him being MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. And I don't really know. I want to see this thing play out because a year ago, a year and a half ago, it was slavery was a choice and disparaging Harriet Tubman and all these other things, wrapping his arms around Donald Trump. And now all of a sudden you're just so pro-black. And I don't appreciate us being used in this manner. And I kind of feel like we are. And that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. So I don't know. I just think it's weird. Okay, moving on. We talked about Tiger being accused of physically assaulting his ex-girlfriend, Cameron Swanson. It's been reported that he won't face charges over the alleged altercation because Swanson's injuries and evidence don't qualify for felony domestic toss. But if Tiger doesn't manage to stay out of trouble for the rest of the year, charges could be enforced. Um, What do you think about this one? I don't care about Tiger, but y'all know I'm in the market for a new truck and I'm thinking about getting a Nissan. (laughs) <laughs> i just really don't care about tiger I, i'm thinking about getting my nissan road all right y'all before we take a break let's take a look at this black history moment sponsored by <laughs> nissan <laughs> celebrating black history makers who have broken barriers and created a path for change giving new meaning to black girl magic are 17 black female judges who were recently sworn into their historical positions in courtrooms across harris county texas together these women make up the largest group of black female judges ever to be elected at the same time with this opportunity i will not only follow the law 
but I want to improve the criminal justice system and leave it better than the way that I found it. These judges are gracefully continuing the legacy first put into motion by Jane Boland, who in 1939 was the first black woman to serve as a judge in the United States. These 17 judges are using their black girl magic to usher in a new era of leadership in the name of justice for all. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. Definitely remember that moment in Texas, seeing a lot of black judges, female judges get elected. It was definitely historical. How does it feel to make to see uh, black women doing amazing things, fellas? I think it's awesome, especially in a state like Texas, which our crazy governor. I know that man probably somewhere doing cartwheels in the governor's mansion. But let me ask you this, Claudia, you may know. Um, were those the only women accepted in this judicial class or did they do a special thing just for the black women? I don't think those are the only women, but it was just historical how many black women fill those positions, you know, especially gotcha. at a time coming off the heels of Donald Trump, where he appointed nothing but old white men. So it was a big deal, mm -hmm. you know, and it continues to be. Al, do you have any comments on this? You know, I just thought it was amazing that um, when you look at those 17 women, they represent over 200 years of experience. So don't think that this wow. is just a fluke or that this is something that's in trend. These women earned it and they made history in earning this in government. So excellent job, ladies, congratulations. We are proud and we will continue to highlight positive moments of black history all throughout the month here on Fox Soul. Let's take a quick, quick break and we'll be right back with more show right after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Now, if you're just tuning in, it's a Watch to Win Week, and we're celebrating the queen of hip-hop and soul, Mary J. Blige, by giving away an MJB album download to five lucky soulmates who are in our chat. So let's pick our first three winners. Congratulations go to Rhonda Wise, The Voice 7, and Travis B. That's Rhonda Wise, The Voice 7, and Travis B., Congratulations on winning the downloadable version of MJB's new album, Good Morning Gorgeous. Now make sure you go to the Fox Soul Instagram page. And uh, I got a couple emails from last show. Don't email me. Go to the Fox Soul Instagram page and uh, add your, your email and your name and your phone number in the DMs. And you still have time to win. We're picking two more winners during the show. So click the subscribe button and please remain active in tonight's chat. You could be next. All right, moving on. Aretha Franklin's family is disappointed about Jennifer Hudson's Oscar snub. Now, the family feels that Jennifer Hudson did a fantastic job in the biopic Respect and deserves recognition. Aretha Franklin's niece said that the film project with Aretha's baby while she was alive and that she was heavily involved in the production of the film and even handpicked Jennifer for the role. Do you agree that Jennifer Hudson was snubbed? Well, you know, this is a situation where, where the family, what the family thinks really doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not the Academy. And um, unfortunately, you know, it, it, it's, it's just like somebody who's selling a house. Their house is only worth 200000 but they want 300000 for it because they're emotionally tied to it. Um, I don't know that the family would be the best people to make the argument for if the movie is Oscar worthy or not, because they're unable to look at it from an objective place. Obviously this movie was near and dear to them. It was their family member and Aretha was all heavily involved. Um, but I'm going to say this as somebody who saw the movie and y'all please don't come at me with black people always down in other black people. And the movie was okay. 
it was okay. You know what I'm saying? But but she was not giving me Viola Davis and Meryl Street tease. I mean, the movie was good and we're gonna leave it at that. Okay. All right. Hey, I hear you. Uh Al, what do you think? You know, I agree with Funky on this. You know, they said that musically, you know, uh uh Jennifer Hudson was outstanding. Um, that she did an amazing job, but the the Academy strongly felt the biopic never allowed Aretha to express a point of view of her own real experience. They felt it was controlled and guarded as it related to her childhood traumas, her relationships, her personal desires and battles, and also about her personal um, ambitions. They just said it felt short in all of those areas as as being raw and real and authentic, what draws people in to make them have uh, ownership or what's what I'm looking for, not ownership, but, you know, invested in it. And then they said also the rumors around not really sharing her romantic relationships was also awkward. So I totally get it. And yeah. they talked about how her daddy was hunching her, allegedly. You know what I'm saying? Like there was much to be desired from that, that documentary. Amber R says the respect movie wasn't that great. Jen J says Jennifer wasn't snub. There were way better performances this year. Maybe another year she would have been nominated. All right, the people have spoken. Moving on, it looks like Erica Mehta might be done with Safari this time on a recent uh-huh. episode of Family Reunion, Love and Hip Hop Edition. Safari apologized to Erica for breaking her trust and for how he treated her during her pregnancy. Take a look. Oh, okay. No clip. All right. Do you guys agree that Erica might possibly be really done with Safari this time? She needs to be. That man who made a fool out of her ass around the world and I, yeah, yeah. She needs to be. Safari has showed his true colors. He has showed her who he is. And I don't think Safari is a bad person. I just think he's a severely flawed person and not, he's not ready for what it is. Listen, Safari ain't been right since Nicki Minaj moved on, okay? And I just don't think he's the person for Erica. I think Erica is a, is a woman of a certain age now. She's approaching 40. If she isn't 40 already, she got them two kids. I think Erica is ready to leave that party life behind her. And she's ready to do the thing that women like to do. Settle down, have the kids, the picket fence and the dog. And Safari's just not there yet. She needs to leave him alone. And quite frankly, I think Safari disrespected her in a way that you could never recover from by being ghost while she was pregnant and and, 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 and having newborns. That's the worst thing you can do to a woman. Um, I, I think that Erica, you know, people like to hold her past against her like they do with a lot of people. Um, but she's clearly in a different place. And when she was out there just dating, whatever, she seems like she really wants to be a wife and a mom and, and be be good at it and actually be in a healthy relationship. But if only one person's on that page and the other person still wants to be a hot boy and be out on wearing furs on couches and clubs, <laughs> you know, they're not aligned. Al, what do you think? I don't buy it. I don't know what you guys are saying, but whatever you're saying, I don't, I'm not looking out of the same lens. I think that the two of them are entertainers. I think she know what she signed up for. She's getting what she signed up for. When I watched that clip, I saw some good 
acting. I saw some good ass acting, to be honest with you. And in addition, at this point on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, they're giving me Rashida and Kurt like vibes. They are they are kind of like any one minute fighting the next back together on a boat on Instagram. Every time they do something in the public, as far as it relates to the media, if you look at their Instagram, it does not speak to the same thing that's in the rags. I'm sorry. Something's not even. I feel like they know what they're doing. They know that they're an attractive couple. They know that that we enjoy watching their ups and downs and their bouts and, and we can't get enough of it. But no, mm mm. All that other day that she she's moving on, she is an entertainer. Erica Minner is one of the best in the game when it comes to entertaining. She can have five kids. That woman is still going to entertain you. And so is he. I believe she's heartbroken. I disagree with you. But I guess we'll see. All right. Ro- Joe Rogan is making headlines because of his repeated use of racial slurs. Uh, but Indy Ari came to his uh, defense and said she doesn't think that he's racist. Ari says, I don't think Joe Rogan is a racist for using the N-word. I think he's insensitive for using it. So just don't. Now, Rogan issued an apology for using the racial slur repeatedly on old episodes of his podcast. And Ari feels that his apology was sincere enough. What's more shocking is that uh, Rogan adopted his wife's biracial daughter. Do you agree with India Ari? Or do you think that Joe Rogan is, in fact, a racist? So uh, I definitely don't believe because a white person uses the N-word that 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 makes them racist. I don't think that's the litmus test for making them racist. I mean, I I live in Miami, Florida with these Latins down here. You know what I'm saying? They put it this way. I have had to get over, you know what I'm saying? Getting offended, hearing non-Black people use the N-word because they use it so freely down here. Let's not pretend like the word has just not become such a popular part of pop culture. Um, I honestly wish everybody would stop using the word. Um, If Joe Rogan is racist or not, I don't know. I definitely feel he has some questionable views, especially when you start digging into all that that Trump stuff. Um, So, I mean, you know, I I don't know. I I don't know that he's a racist. I can't say, but I, I can definitely agree that he and white people alone, y'all need to just leave that word alone. And you really need to sit down and ask yourselves of all the liberties that you are granted in this country, why are y'all so pressed about using that word? The the one thing that y'all are told no about, why can't y'all just acquiesce and just not use the word? They'll never do that. It's the fact that we're telling them now they can't do something. Al, what do you think about this? Do you think he's racist or not? I don't know. I feel like if, so, if if you feel that comfortable to use the word and you know you shouldn't and you do it anyway, I'm going to look at you side eye. You 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 giving me racist vibes. So if he's not a racist, then he's definitely racially insensitive. And that's even worse. You are a multimillionaire with a huge platform and your racial insensitivity is that insensitive. You're a racist to me. Uh, I don't know if he's racist, but I think that he doesn't have a problem being the racist favorite podcaster. Yep. Remember when Andrew Gillum was running for governor and he says, I don't I'm not saying Ron DeSantis is a racist, but the racist thinks he's a racist. It's kind of like that to me with him. I think he's not making the, these big moves to, to dis- dissociate himself from that narrative. Um, and now you got Trump out there saying, stop apologizing for using the N word. You're looking uh, weak to the liberals. Uh, there's another twist to the story. H-Town's hit song, Knockin' the Boots, 
is speculated to be about Joe Rogan's wife, Jessica Ditzel, uh, the lead singer of H-Town, Kevin Dean O'Connor, uh, had a relationship with Ditzel, but they broke up in 1988. The pair had a daughter together, the same daughter that Joe Rogan legally adopted. Now, fans are outraged to find out that the song could be about a white woman. What do you think about this? This is a mess. Marcus Garvey didn't create Black History Month for this, okay? <laughs> they could have kept this because it has completely rewritten my whole life. I think Knocking the Boots probably came out when I was in elementary school or whatever. And I refuse to believe that this song is about some white lady. I'm not believing it. I refuse to believe it. No, ma'am. Can we see Dino's picture again? Can we see Dino's picture one more time? Somebody rocking, knocking the boots. You know what? Give me some sweet love. Looking at the picture now, I think it was a, I think it's about a white woman. <laughs> you, you think, think it's it about her? You think it's about what? <laughs> the picture just, I don't know. Now I feel like it maybe was about a white woman. Y'all see the picture, right? <laughs> oh, get out of here. I, I like, I listen, this was, this was in my time. And Claudia, this is in your time. That man could have had any woman he wanted at that time. That was one of the no best way. Moments. Are you kidding me? I'm a woman. I'm telling you, none of my friends was checking for him like that. They were. Oh, was fine, Claudia. You tripping. Whatever. You just hating. But anyway. Oh, First no, of all, Al, I'm not hating. Just because you think he's fine don't mean I have to think he's fine. I'm just telling okay, you as I a woman. You're hating. Girl, if I think you're hating, I can say And you're I can hate. tell you, you're, you're, you're wrong. Okay, that's okay. fine. Okay, go so ahead anyway, and find the I, black man. Back to the story, please. I, I, you know what's so interesting to me was that this woman knows how to fall up. She dated one of the hottest R&B um, at that time with that song. He was one of the hottest R&B artists. Back in what ninety three? They had no money though. Luke had all money. Go <laughs> got ninety three. Look, got pregnant by him in ninety six. Left him in two thousand. Met Rogan in two thousand. Started dating him in two thousand one. Dated him for nine years and got married. That woman's now multi millionaire. She was on the come up. Somebody rocking, knocking double. All right, y'all. I'm going to read some of these comments when we get out of this. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more TGIF. We'll be back. Welcome back to TGIF. All right, y'all. Nick Cannon received an early Valentine's uh, gift from a secret admirer, or should I say Kevin Hart. Now, gift, uh, Nick was gifted with a vending machine full of condoms, and he posted a photo on his IG posing next to the machine. Do y'all think Nick Cannon is going to put these to good use or not? Absolutely not. Kevin Hart said in the wrong thing. It should have been a vending machine full of self-home uh, STD kits, okay? Because he's around here landing low and spreading it wide with anything that got two, two legs and two thighs. Um, but I definitely love this prank wars that uh, Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon have. It's definitely something only rich people can do uh, or whatever, because if you know, like I know, Magnums is high, honey. I think you get three for six dollars. So to fill up the whole thing full of Magnums, you know that that's a couple hundred dollars in condoms right there. Yet alone the, the machine and the postage or whatever. But I, I definitely think it was funny. Al, what do you think? 
<laughs> the best one was that llama when <laughs> Cannon sent Kevin Hart that llama. That was funny. I mean, this is useless. Clearly, the man doesn't use them, and he's definitely not going to use them now that they're behind him in a vending machine that he's got to go select it. I don't know. This was it, it was a funny prank at best. And the chat they're saying that it really wasn't from Kevin. They're like, oh, that's from his staff. Like, I, I guess a lot of people have been wanting to give him condoms for a long time. But speaking of condoms and uh Ah, male genitalia. It's been a lot of them all over Twitter uh, this week. Uh, Little Fizz's video came out today. Did y'all see Nelly's video that was out there? No, but I've seen them Twitter comments and the people say they, uh, uh, it leaves much to be desired. And they say he was moaning and carrying on, but I didn't see it. Al, did you see it? I didn't see it either. Uh-uh. I saw the video and um, they were kind of coming for him and I thought it was kind of a bit much like it wasn't I, they, we've seen worse out there let's just say i didn't think it was little i think he was an average looking man people going What's average uh two potatoes but not skinny two, What's one, two potatoes one potato two potato wrap one around the two potatoes it's a measuring system i use i have never <laughs> heard that that must be some rhode island mess I, <laughs> I made it up it's my thing it's, it's a measuring. measuring tool that she uses it's measuring. Okay. you can't get a pull of a ruler so you just gotta be like all right girls uh when you report back you'd be like it was two potatoes two handfuls i just think that they were i think people expected because it's nelly and he has big d energy that it was going to be just a monster so it wasn't a monster anything below that is oh it's little i just i okay. I, I just thought that they would be extra mean to him about that and you know, some of y'all women be Listen, could it be <laughs> could it be possible that it's not little and you just got the Grand Canyon between your hands? <laughs> like, y'all be so quick to want to call somebody little. No, maybe your coochie big. Like, <laughs> I I agree with you. I actually tweeted that and then I, t- I took it down because I didn't feel like hearing anybody's mouth. But I'm like, what, someone said, what kind of vaginas do y'all have that that was not enough for y'all to feel anything? Anyways, uh, Nelly did re- release an apology. Uh, he said in a statement on Wednesday to TMZ, the video was never meant to go public. He had apologized to the woman and to her family, uh, which was shared briefly to his 3.3 million followers on Instagram. He said, I sincerely apologize to the young lady and her family for this unwanted publicity for her and them. This was an old video that was private and never meant to go public. How I embarrassing just, is that? I just don't believe it because when you go into your Instagram right now to post something to your story the videos and pictures that come up are your most recent so if that was old that would definitely be in the middle of your phone or in a special folder right there i mean that was one hell of a butt dial or one hell of a mistake for your naked video that's old which would be the middle of your phone to be accidentally posted to your story i'm just not buying it i i I, i'm buying nelly got a single coming out in the next 30 days that that's what it's giving it was multiple frames too. It wasn't just like one frame on on Instagram. It was like you know how on your story, it, it like it was it was a while. Right. I I screen recorded, so I got. I'll put in the chat so y'all can check it yeah, out. Can you send it? Oh, yeah, send it, it to us. Yeah, I will definitely. Who I did know. it better? The lady how did you get it? Who did it better? The lady at the, the lesbian at the sipping paint or this girl? <laughs> Is there a video of the sipping paint lady? Because I didn't see it. Oh yeah, yeah she didn't take it down. down. You have that video. 
No, I don't. No, I don't have it. It's on the internet, though. All right, all right, y'all. The streets are talking. They're saying that Sherry Shepard is set to be named the permanent guest host of the Wendy Williams Show. There are claims that beginning in September, Shepard will take over the series. It's said that producers of the show will continue to monitor Wendy's health through September. If Wendy is healthy enough to host by that time, she'll be welcomed back with open arms. If not, Sherry Shepard will take over, and producers will consider a name change for the show. How do y'all feel about this? I'm I'm excited for Sherry. I think this is is a great opportunity. It's a plus for her. Um, I'm a little confused because what makes this so special is that the brand is the Wendy Williams show. I don't know. My spirit just tells me that for kicks and giggles, if they change the show to the Sherry Shepard show, that the whole vibe of the show is probably going to change and i just question if sherry takes complete ownership of the show will it garner the same uh ratings that that wendy did because let's face it wendy is wendy wendy has a delicate way of being messy and i don't know that sherry possesses that quality and i think that that was a large part of what people tuned in for i agree it's gonna be a totally different vibe al what do you think I agree with you, Funky, but you know what they say. Now, the rumor on the streets in New York City is that they had planned to use Sherry Shepard as a replacement for some time now. And what they're actually doing is they're bringing the fans along in order to not upset Wendy Williams' fans and her and her fan base for the show. That's why they said permanent replacement instead of saying, you know, she is the new host. They also are doing a number of fan excursion, I mean, uh, 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 events that they are going to move the fans along and Sherry's going to interact with them. She's going to have events where people can come hang out with her. I think this is a methodical attempt for the network that, that has decided to choose Sherry um, to move and, and, and transition Sherry of uh, Wendy Williams fans, you know, to come on and watch Sherry as the new year of 2023 starts. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be interesting. Sherry's a comedian. She's also a chameleon. She can do it all. I don't know if she's going to be as gossipy, but I definitely know that she will be just as entertaining. We have some comments. Mrs. Tarheel says it's going to be canceled ASAP. Nobody's checking for Sherry like that. Damn. Uh, Miss Thomas says Sherry wants her own show, not the Wendy show. And Simply Shamar says the ratings have gone up since she's been guest hosting, though. That's right. So, hey. Mixed opinions, but a lot of people are here for Sherry Shepard. She's doing a great job. All right, y'all, in case you missed it, take another look at this Black History Moment sponsored by Nissan. Celebrating Black history makers who have broken barriers and created a path for change. Giving new meaning to Black girl magic are 17 Black female judges who were recently sworn into their historical positions in courtrooms across Harris County, Texas. Together, these women make up the largest group of Black female judges ever to be elected at the same time. With this opportunity, I will not only follow the law, but I want to improve the criminal justice system and leave it better than the way that I found it. These judges are gracefully continuing the legacy first put into motion by Jane Boland, who in 1939 was the first black woman to serve as a judge in the United States. These 17 judges are using their black girl magic to usher in a new era of leadership in the name of justice for all. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers 
on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. Shout out to Fox Soul and also to Nissan for these moments. We, uh, uh, they are, they're, they're just amazing and wonderful to see. And, you know, we can be here and do the gossip thing and we can also show homage, pay homage. And, uh, Claudia, I want to jump people. in right here because this is actually beyond phenomenal. And I'm so glad that Nissan has partnered with us on this. Let me tell you something that many of you may not know. This was a local campaign, a Democratic campaign running, and the slogan was Black Girl Magic Texas. And it was actually 19 judges that were going out for this, and 17 of them won. But the good thing that they're not talking about is the other two that lost, they were already a part of the panel, so they still keep their seats. So it's actually 19 women um, judges. And that to me is freaking amazing. For once, Texas is getting it right. And I'm glad that Nissan and Fox Soul is a part of this partnership. I couldn't be prouder. Do you have anything to add to that? I'd just be curious, and I'm sure I can dig this up on my own, what parts of Texas that they represent. Harris Um, County. Harris County is where Houston is. uh, That's the kind of that Houston is. It's the largest, largest black demo here. Gotcha. But, uh, I love that Texas is definitely turning purple. So hopefully we'll continue more in that direction. All right, y'all. Great moment. And we will take a quick commercial break and be back with more after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. I want to shout out all the soulmates in the chat. I'm over here looking at what y'all talking about. 2690 in the chat. We appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being with us. And also for watching us on the replay the very next day. All right, y'all. Uh, a lot of people didn't even make resolutions this year. And you know what? I get it. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't still find a way to shake things up, whether it's by switching up your workout routine or going someplace new. Whatever you challenge yourself uh, this new year, there's no better way to do it than with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ear. Raycon wireless earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you because no matter how much you shake things up, literally, no matter how much you shake, you know they won't fall out of your ears. Now, their everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. There's also an awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings. You can take Raycons with you whenever you're on the go. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge. Mine are on, by the way, and I am so excited to start using them. Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life, and they're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 48,000 five-star reviews. Right now, TGIF viewers can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash TGIF. That's buyraycon.com slash TGIF to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash TGIF. All right, y'all, we're taking a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more show and lots of laughs, hopefully, when we return. Hey guys, welcome back to TGIF. Now, if you're just joining us, it's Watch to Win Week, and we're celebrating the queen of hip hop and soul, Mary J. Blige's new album, Good Morning Gorgeous. And uh, we're giving away an album download to five lucky soulmates who happen to be in our chat cutting up. Now, three people have already been uh, told they won. And now it's time to pick two more winners. Congratulations go out to Hafiz Romas and Curvy Jersey K. That's Hafiz Romas and Curvy Jersey K. Congratulations on winning the downloadable version of MJB's new album, Good Morning Gorgeous. Make sure you go to the Fox Souls IG page and submit your name, 
email and phone number and be sure to tune in to TJF on Friday for a chance to win Mary J. Bly's album winner. Keep it going. All right, y'all. Have y'all watched the uh, Tinder Swindler on Netflix yet? Have y'all seen it? I didn't watch it, but I've seen all the articles online about it. Well, Simon Laviv is uh, also known as a Tinder Swindler, has been banned from t- Tinder. Now, the dating app said in a statement that uh, he's permanently banned due to using multiple identities to scam women into giving him millions of dollars while dating them. What do you think about the story of this uh, gigolo? I don't think he did nothing wrong. I don't think he did nothing wrong. If you get your lonely, low self-esteem, rich ass on the Twitter, and the man tell you he loves you and make you feel all good in between your legs and in your butt, and you carry your ass down to the bank and send his ass a wire or a cashier check, you did it on your own volition. I don't care what he told you. You did it. I don't think he did nothing wrong. Women do it all the time. Y'all do it in the form of going and getting free dinners and oil changes and and pimping men for hairdos and, and nails and stuff. I don't think this man did nothing wrong. And I honestly think Bumble, Hinge, and all the other dating apps, they should do like the phone company did when they took the mascot from one phone company and made him the new guy. They should give that man a deal. And I bet they will bring a lot of people to their site. All right, Al, what do you think about this story? Making him the spokesperson, he, he yes. he's, in, he's, in, he's impersonating someone that he's not. He's, he's fraudulent. That's the whole tip. Participated in wire fraud. He made up names. Is what it wasn't fraud. fraud. It's you illegal. You gave it to me. If I told no, you, that's my, illegal, funky. If I told you my name was Michael and send me some money and you send it to me, it ain't nothing illegal about it. You just don't. Funky, it's illegal. <laughs> but we need to call Frederica Wilson and Maxine Water so they could change the law because I don't think this man did nothing wrong. All right, y'all. Uh, the fans are asking us to discuss the story of talk show host Alex Cooper. I don't know if y'all seen this. Uh, she asked Julia Fox if she's had any jealous moments. Uh, in the Times, the media has highlighted Ye's public me- uh, desires to reconcile with his estranged wife, Kim Kardashian. Now, Julia responded no before explaining why she has no worries. Julia said, I'm sure there's still some residual feelings and that's normal. It's human, Julia said. But I also know that he's with me and that's all that matters. What do y'all think about this? Did y'all see the interview? Girl, I saw that clip. Julia, it's going to be in your best interest that you just shut up, okay? Because them Kardashians got a voodoo doll around there with your damn name on it. And you best better believe when they start sticking pins in it, your ass is going to be done. I just hope Julia truly knows um, what... She, I, I hope she knows she's been used as a prop. And I hope that she don't get her feelings all involved in this and she get all the outfits and shoes and Birkin bags that she can and all the press in some movie roles. Because when Kanye decides to move on from this trying to make Kim Kardashian jealous situation, he's going to throw her ass in the trash. Mm, okay. Uh, what do you think about this? Yeah, I agree with Funky on that. I, you know, I, I don't believe any of it. I mean, she better enjoy the ride. And like Funky said, turn it into something significant because I don't think this is anything real. And I want her to understand Miss Fox, you are as mediocre as they come. Like she, if you look up mediocre white woman in Webster's Marion Dictionary, her picture 
shows up. <laughs> and I ain't trying to say Kim Kardashian is Nefertiti in no damn body. But when it comes to Kim, you don't light a candle to her with your mediocre ass. You you are literally, if you go to any high school in Wisconsin, you will see 90 of her walk in the halls. Um, And it's not her, like, she doesn't have to be compared to Kim Kardashian. I just hate the way the media is shoving her down our throats. I feel like she's been chosen like by the Illuminati or something to be the next one in line. The way they are just fawning over this woman. Like, I don't care to hear every single interview about this woman. Uh, I saw a trashy interview where she's talking about the kind of porn she likes and how her pee is no one's good enough for her pee. And she just want to smother people with her panties. I'm like, they're trying to make this boring. Like you said, Wisconsin white girl is edgy uh enigma this interesting thing that we need to just be checking for and it's giving force down our throat it's giving it's too, it's so irritating it is it's it's, giving, it's fake right. edgy and i'm i'm and, so sick of it and it's, it's giving me it's, it's giving me this is the kanye that's talking about black ownership but you can't even date a black woman I'm that's dating. why I get frustrated with how black people just jumped right up on his tip again. Like, oh, he's doing great things for us. It doesn't reflect in his life. It doesn't reflect in his dating choices. You don't want to make one saying he going to when he she get on, you're going to leave uh, leave your ass for a white girl. And you doing it. It's and so here's irritating. the sad part. They keep calling her an actress. And I don't think that heifer even had a guest starring role on <laughs> damn Buffy the Vampire Slayer or Seventh Heaven. Like, Soulmates, can y'all please drop that in the comments and tell me where y'all seen this woman at? Because I ain't never even seen her in an IKEA commercial. So I'm just saying. <laughs> well, her acting job is acting like she's uh this is a real thing with Kanye. Well, now maybe this is Yeah, that is her, That's real her acting job. job. Well, she's doing a darn good job. It's 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 it, and she's giving single white female uh, uh the fan the fandom of Kim Kardashian. It's it's very irritating. Hey guys, California will uh, reportedly end the nation the statewide uh, mask mandate on February nineteenth. The state will also lift negative test requirements to visit hospitals and nursing homes. Oh, I don't know about that one. California residents were thrilled to hear this news. One resident said, "We have to learn to live with the virus." Another said, "Let's get back to normal already." Do you agree with this decision? I mean, I live in Florida, so we don't wear masks down here. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and it, 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 it's, I guess it's irresponsible to, irresponsible to promote no wearing masks. Um, but, but here is where we are with COVID. Get it and live or get it and die. That's just kind of where we are right now uh, with this thing. It don't look like it's going nowhere. Um, so we have to figure out a way to, to you know, reinstitute some semblance of, of, of normalcy and I guess this is what it looks like. Al, what do you think? We have one minute. You know, it's interesting because, you know, there were nine states that that were just hell-bent on this mandate in California as well as New York, including New York City, has lifted this uh, mandate. So I find that that very interesting. But let me tell you something. As African-Americans, I just think that we need to move a little bit smarter. We need to still wear our masks because if they're telling you uh, places like the subway, the buses, planes, um, they're saying uh, people that work in sanitation, homeless shelters, prisons, all those places, the mask mandates are still highly recommended for the CDC. So I feel like if they're highly recommending them in those type of environments, then as African-Americans, we still need to mask up. 
Well, as people, we need a mask up. And just because it's not a mask mandate doesn't mean we have to not, we don't, we can still wear them and we, and we should, especially in, and I mean, if we've learned anything from COVID is how nasty people really are, how much people are spraying and all that. So uh, it's sad that a lot of the government seem to be, especially the blue states seem to be caving into the businesses, but I get it. Life does have to go on, but uh, we also need to protect ourselves. All right, y'all. I want to thank my co-hosts. Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining me tonight. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Please watch again in the chat tomorrow. Stay tuned for Foxo's Black Report that's coming up next. All right, y'all. See you Friday.